waiting for. Ah! That's the perfect way to start real estate Whoa, investing with no. Alex Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are you. here. Yeah, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right, folks. Our studio audience here. Everyone's pumped. Everyone's yeah. Adam, how are you today? I, I am well, sir. How are you? I'm sure. If I was any better, there'd be two of me. Oh! <laughs> oh. Last thing we need is two of you, good sir. Come on, Adam. <laughs> break. All right, so you are the star of the show here, uh, good sir. Uh, let's let us let us get into it. Um, or we can just keep playing with the soundboard. But we can yeah. do one. What do you mean um, soundboard? We actually have a studio audience here. I well, there the audience. Right, audience. Let them know. There we go. Yeah. They're slow yeah. to, to draw today. They need some Come on. Coffee. Clap. With me. Clap. Ready? Go. Yeah. Woo. We're pumped up for this one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and I think I know why they're excited today. Why? We're talking about staging. Oh, yeah. Staging, <laughs> putting your best foot forward. Putting our best foot forward. Right. Beautiful. Good topic today. Well, what what actually is staging, Adam? What what in your mind, in your in your immense knowledge and super high intellectual realm between really your ears, what does staging <laughs> mean to you? I uh, getting the house so that aesthetically uh, it gives people an idea of what it would look like if somebody lived there. Um, so what yeah. you're doing is you're you're staging. Okay. Do you have any idea what? Aesthetically means, <laughs> right, crowd? Did you, did you, just, you just made that up. Did totally, you, just made that up. Did you? Okay. Yeah. No, I, I actually think that's a very good point, Adam. Aesthetically pleasing Aesthetically is pleasing. a good way of putting it. Okay, so, there we go. Very good job. Aesthetically good pleasing. Good job there. Yes. But this is for just different ways that when you're getting ready to sell it and different things. That, that is correct. So we're not only we're going to talk about staging and when do I stage a house, when don't I stage a house. A house, if you're in Pittsburgh. Um, when do you put uh, window dressings on the house? When do you put um, certain color schemes in the house? Do you put plants? Do you put furniture in the house? Do you stage the bedroom? Do you just stage the, the kitchen and the bathroom? And a lot of times it depends on the budget. depends on what price range the house is in and how quickly you want it sold. Different variables. But... We'll also talk about paint colors, and this has to do more with flipping than, than renting. Although you can like lightly stage rentals, you know. Typically, what you might stage is the kitchen and the bathroom. Okay. And maybe put a few things in. Like, let's say you have a forty-unit apartment building, you might stage really nicely one unit, and that's the unit you're always showing. And you know, this way you don't have to intrude on other tenants because all the units are the same. Right. That type of thing. But right. okay. in most cases. You know, we all don't have a 40-unit building where all the units are the same and we can stage one unit. But this is more towards, like, flipping houses. And I would imagine you would probably put a lot more time into staging if it was a luxury property versus just a standard property, too, correct? Yeah, some t- um, Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you don't typically stage a, an $80,000 house. Okay. Although, you know, we have we have done that. Okay. But typically, you're, you're right. You'll spend more money staging a $200,000 or a million-dollar house than you would on an $80,000 house. So we can discuss maybe 
first of all, like paint colors and picking out cabinets and things like that. Now, this is just my opinion, so everybody has a different opinion on what paint colors work best. Right now, like beige was in, and it seems like, like a gray's in now, like a light gray. So we've been using a lot of grays in our, in our um, interior colors. We typically go with a white ceiling, flat white ceiling. Uh, we will, in most cases, use like a semi-gloss white trim, and then our wall color, which would be a tan or a gray, something that's neutral. You don't want don't want to go with colors that you like, because they might might not necessarily be like the colors that the masses like. You know, you want to go with not what you like, but what people are attracted to. So and yeah. and typically you wouldn't put spackle like in spackles are <laughs> like the bumpy ceilings, right? You wouldn't. You yeah, sometimes you put a textured ceiling in. Sometimes that covers up small cracks. Now, what about on like walls? Because I've seen a house where it was on. Yeah, wall. you can do, do textured well. on wall. Okay. If you do a nice job of texturing, uh, it can look. It can give it a nice rich look are. to it. But you typically just do texturing when you're trying to cover up some plaster cracks. You know, it's not like you're hiding anything. You're just Really, it's one way of just getting rid of the cracks and still making it look nice. Gotcha. Okay. So typically, you know, neutral colors. We'll go with a neutral uh, carpet if we're going to do carpeting. Um, just and it, like kitchen cabinets, bathroom cabinets. In most kitchens, I, it's safe to go with white. Mm -hmm. You know, they say white is right because mm -hmm. you, you know it's always in white's always going to be in right right. right. Um, but sometimes a dark cherry looks good. I know one of my partners, so he likes to use the dark cherry cabinets, and they always look good, and they always seem to be in style. Um, I like dark cherry. Yeah, so you, you stick with stick with the things that, that sell. You stick with the colors that, that people want to see. And how do you figure out what those are? I mean, you could probably look at a lot of different magazines and look at a lot of things online and kind of see what's get a feel for what's in right now. Uh, another place you can look is like new home construction. I mean, those folks are usually on top of like a big track builder like a Ryan Homes and Miranda. They're Miranda. They're using, you know, professional staging people and, and uh, interior designers, and they're typically on top of like what's in and what's not right now. So you can get a lot of ideas by walking through models and looking at their websites and stuff. So and they usually yeah. have homes that are staged too. That oh, you yeah. Literally oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They'll typically bomb out their stage staging. Like their model home is usually has all the upgrades. It'll have crown molding, it'll have the nicer flooring, it'll have the granite countertops, it'll have the upgraded cabinets, it'll have the, the bigger, larger bump outs so to make the room bigger, it'll have the upgraded master bath. Okay. So you can get some really good decorating ideas and color ideas from walking into models. Good. Yeah. Good tip. So I don't know if that's something that a lot of people would think about. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure it's it's crossed people people's minds, but that's a good one, the good tool to use in, tool, in your toolbox. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not real good at picking out colors, but I can, I like know what I like, and when I when I see it, then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do it just like that, because I, you know, I'm not real creative when it comes to the color thing. I'm always neutral right. on all, all my uh, all my flips, but it, it works. It does work. So when do you want to use staging? That's a, staging could be, now we do light staging on some uh, houses. Like I sold a $110,000 house recently. And what we did was we put like um, a small dining room table in, you know, with just a couple chairs, like tall ones, mm -hmm. like a tall table with maybe some place settings. 
Uh, you might have a plant in the corner, an area rug. Uh, the living room might have an area rug and maybe like a small like couch table against the wall with some plants and things on it and some pictures on the wall. The kitchen might be staged with um, you know some cookie jars and maybe um, like an open book on for recipes you know right there mm -hmm. and you might have some matching pots on the stove things like that and the bathrooms might have matching uh, flooring that matches the shower curtain that matches maybe the the soap dish and the you know you might have you know what I'm yeah. saying just yep. little light stuff like that you can buy for cheap and you can just move it from house to house right we do that a lot okay. it's, it's inexpensive and it does help especially if you're sticking with the same paint uh, combinations mm -hmm. typically you're you're able to reuse mm -hmm. everything for different staging aspects yeah. too. So we do we'll, we'll lightly stage a lot of our homes. Um, occasionally, when I do get a, a bigger listing, like like you had just mentioned, when it's a higher price, mm -hmm. and maybe you know you just want to go that extra mile, you might spend a, a couple thousand dollars on staging. I mean, wow. you you can't do that. You know? It's worth it though. Yeah, you'll, in certain you'll, situations. What how stagers usually work is you'll give them, let's say, a thousand dollars, and they'll stage the living room, the dining room, and this is with furniture. They might put a couch in there, a table, a recliner seat. They're just it's more feels like somebody actually lives there. And then they'll charge you a per month like fee just to have the stuff there. So if your place sells in two months, it's two months. If if it's sitting on the market for a year. You're paying 12 months of, of renting the, the staging equipment. And then you'll pay them to remove it. Okay. So it might cost you a total of 1200 to $3,000. I guess if you're if you're doing like bedrooms and right. you want to go all out. But staging does help. It, it definitely helps. And sometimes you'll want to stage something that, like let's say the bathroom feels small. Like I sold a, we sold a house recently, the bathroom is really small. Mm. It was overly small. So what we did was, to make it feel bigger, we went with a smaller toilet. We went with a very small sink and base, like okay. real teeny, but it looked good and it was, you know, it, it had it, it had form and you could use it. It was usable. It wasn't just something right. like from a Barbie house, you know. It actually worked. But you can make a smaller room feel bigger. By of course doing things like that, and yeah. also sometimes staging it, maybe with some mirrors and, and things like that, to make it feel bigger. And that helps tremendously because sometimes room sizes can be a real a deal killer. Especially, I'm glad you brought up the bathroom because that's one that you know. I mean, I guess all jokes aside, that's one where typically people do like to have a little bit more room in just mm -hmm. for to navigate. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. Oh yeah, we've had some really small bathrooms. I saw one. Not that long ago, it had a corner sink. It was just a powder room. It was an older house too. It was, a, I don't. This sink was like literally from, you know, you ever see those little kitchen sets that little kids have? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was like a sink like that. It was the craziest thing. It just, you could barely get your hands in there to wash your hands. But it, you know, it worked. Have like the um, stem base on it almost. It, like it wasn't a lot yeah. of thought going into the design of that, <laughs> of that house, but. Uh, so I think staging can help. It just has its place. Um, make sure you're using the proper paint colors and using colors and designs that are today appealing to the masses. Remember, you don't want to make it appealing to you because you may not be the 80% of 
you know, you might be the, the, the odd one out that likes weird colors and this, and that's like, fine. Like the shag carpets. Not when you're trying colors. to sell, you know, a house. If right. you're going to live there, make it your own, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, putting your best foot forward. That's, that's what it's all about. You only get one chance. You know, you get, what's it? So you only get uh, one chance to make a first impression. So when you open, first of all, the outside needs to be aesthetically appealing. So the most you can do on the outside, the least amount of work, but the most bang for the buck is obviously painting the outside, pressure washing it, making it clean, doing some light landscaping, maybe putting in some cheap landscaping lights. Makes all the world a difference. So when you walk up to the front door, that front door is freshly painted. You have a new mailbox, new numbers on the, the address. You might even have a, a, a brass a, a door knocker on there. And then when you open that door and walk into the living room, that's your first impression mm -hmm. when you walk inside. So make sure that's a good one. And the rest is, uh, you know, a little bit of luck and a little bit of doing your homework and making sure you bought it at the right price and, and you listed it at the proper price so yeah. you can make a profit. So basically, know, know when to stage and how to stage. So, and, and this is something I would imagine you, it's, it's trial, error, and you just get better with over time just like anything else. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, absolutely. There we go. There we go. Um, Alex, anything else you want to sprinkle on top of this one? Because we went from, listen, we, we just went from open houses. Obviously, we're not big fans of open houses, but staging is definitely important. So we we want to make sure that that's, that's uh, very clear. You know, open houses we, we weren't as big on, but staging yeah. is, when, is essential. So we, we sell a lot of real estate here at you know, DHRE, Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors. And, you know, like I said, agents are, when you hire an agent, you're hiring them for their expertise and their advice. And their, you know, guidance, holding your hand, walking through the process of getting the house under contract and closing and making the right decisions. Um, the, the thing you have to remember is we help, or at least I do, I help my clients stage their house. Like, so a lot of times they're living there. So you have to give them suggestions like, you know, you have to, and, and sometimes I have to be honest with them, look, your house is kind of smelly. <laughs> and I, you literally have to, if you want someone who's honest, and it's going to help you sell your house for most of my money, you pick the right person. If you want someone who's just going to be a yes man or a yes woman mm -hmm. to you, it's not really doing you any good now, is it? Right. So a lot of times we get people that cook with certain like types of, they cook a lot, and mm -hmm. the, the smell is overwhelming. Different spices or whatever they use. Yeah. Tell them, you need to do something here. I'm telling you right now because we're going to have a problem here. Mm -hmm. Or your pets, you're going to have to think that they're, they're barking all the time, that people can't look at the house with them here because they're just completely barking mm -hmm. and they're nonstop. Um, you have 17 pieces of furniture in your living room. You need to thin it out. Let's get rid of a couch. Let's get rid of the six tables that you don't need mm -hmm. because you can't, you're bumping into <laughs> things you can't. So the, all those little things that I'm going to give them advice about can save them or make them thousands of dollars and 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 possibly you know get the home sold quicker. Right. So it's not all about doing flips and this and that. And you know when you're an agent. That's what you're advising people to do, and sometimes they're living there. So they have to, to make the place appealing for people when they walk in, not only sight, but sounds and smell. Mm -hmm. yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Alex, I thank you, sir. I thank you for this good time. I hope our studio audience here appreciated that. What do you think, studio audience, huh? Huh? What? Hello? There we go. Ah, the late okay. response. 
sleeping thank on you. us. Thank you. Don't be sleeping on the deacon. No. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning into this uh, episode, this live on location episode of <laughs> Real Estate Investing with Alex Deacon. Guys, make sure you're following us and you're liking us on all social media outlets, Facebook or Twitter. Uh, make sure you're looking for us. Uh, look for Alex on Bigger Pockets. Uh, look for Alex on Meetup. Uh, had a very successful Meetup uh, this past week. Look for one coming in March and April. Guys, make sure you're checking out dhrea.com. That is our website. And from everyone here at Deacon Hoover Real Estate Advisors, we thank you, uh, and we will see you next week.